Steve Jobs, what's he all about? Inflation, Apple in your healthcare, maybe, but what about Amazon, Bonjen? It also, courses is the new drop shipping. <laughs> Let's get it, which is also the new Amazon FBA, which is called Amazon Fulfilled by Amazon for some reason. Why? Amazon Fulfilled by Amazon? Yeah, Amazon FBA. Why, do people, why don't people just say FBA? Uh, well, I don't know. FBA, it's fun. Go learn it. Bye. How we don't want me to want 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 to Ah, uh, jeez, Rick. I don't think you should be using the N-word. Oh, my God. What an episode. <laughs> Rick, we're okay, no, I there's know. no music. There's no music because I had to start on that. What an episode that would be. <laughs> my goodness. It's like the South Park Muhammad episode. <laughs> I, know, I know we had a lot of fun time traveling, but I don't think you should be using that word anymore. Just back to the freaking 20. <laughs> it's like, it's not even like a whole, like, uh, pivotal part to the episode is just like a couple lines in the beginning i was like hold on rick i know i know we're just back from the the civil war you know doing future stuff but i we're, we're back in they don't really, do they establish a year that present time is they don't really uh, say don't years so. do they no i think it's just like whatever year it is dang rick, rick were we actually going on an adventure did you just want to use the n-word a lot <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> That's okay. It's, again, just punchlines that that uh, whole episodes are propped up around. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was trying to find a song. My my music wasn't going through my computer. <laughs> and it's just sometimes you just you got to start if there's a funny N word Rick and Morty joke. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you just got to let it out. You just got to let not it. That, not that. Not if you're a white man. Or I guess, I mean, maybe if you're Mexican, <laughs> depending on where you grew up. <laughs> and maybe uh, like Filipinos, if you're from, you know, like South Central or whatnot. I don't know. Jeez, Rick. Oh, jeez. Making me mad uncomfortable, Rick. Mad uncomfortable. I don't think that's part of his uh, motif to say mad uncomfortable. Rick, you're making me pretty uh, uneasy about about that's the better. your inward usage, Rick. That's better. Rick, that's I'm starting to think you're actually a little bit racist. <laughs> And then Rick says, "Yeah, definitely a little bit." Yeah, all right, I got just just to get a certain uh, certain alien races. You know, Morty, some races are some alien races are better than others. <laughs> it's just objective, <laughs> just science. They did a whole the whole, a whole TV show about it. Like the, <laughs> the gloom globes can fly, <laughs> and the Oshnishmorfs can't, so they're better. In a universe where it's uh, life is predicated on who can fly and who cannot, some things are just. Up to the powers that be, Rick. Exactly. And by Rick, I mean Morty. What's going on, everybody? It's Rick and I oh, wait. Ricker and Bond. Ricker and Bordy. I was Ricker and Bordy. <laughs> I was gonna. I'm say Ricker. Rick. That's Bordy. You're listening to 
KSON, sweet, sweet jazz on a good, good Saturday morning. Mm. I, I listen to shout out the San Diego City College that has a, uh, it's run by old people, but I think it's out of City College. And it's just a nice jazz channel, a nice jazz radio channel. And I got one of them old boxes, right? And you can, it's actually, it's a, it's a something with a J is the brand. But it, this this thing's got a record player, right? Listen to me, record player, CD player, and that's not all. There's also a radio and a cassette player. So I got mm. that propped up in a corner somewhere, and I go over to the tuner tab to listen to the radio, turn on power, and there's San Diego giving me some jazz. So you shout out to those guys and gals, because I like listening to that radio station, all right? San Dizzy? That's what they call it. That's what I always say. I'm going down to San Dizzy, baby, home of Nick Cannon. Dude, I'm down. Anything going nice on in San Dizzy? Any, any concerts? Any events going um, on this summer? There is Comic Con right now. Oh, is that going on right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. You know, take a little two-hour drive and walk around down Gas Lamp. I've never done. <laughs> I like I like gas lamp. I've never done it. Really? Like it's, I've, it's I've probably cool. been on that street maybe in my entire pretty good portion of twenty five years. Uh, probably under, probably safely under fifty times, and that's pretty conservative. I did acid there. Oh yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, it was it was it was trippy because there was like a Black Lives Matter oh boy. protest going on at the same time. Jesus, I was that really. Would, uh, I would have thrown a, a definitely a, a loop into the into the experience. I, I yeah, can it, confidently say I've never been to a Black Lives Matter rally on acid. It was very. Um, I wish I had not been on acid. How many people do you think have done that before? Like over under 150 people at a Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah, I mean maybe statistically it has to be like bigger than 150, but like one percent, half a percent. I would hope it's like at least everybody. <laughs> I hope I hope 25 percent at minimum. <laughs> I, I bet I bet if everybody did it, they'd be less angry. <laughs> well, sometimes you got to be angry on the street, you know. Yeah, goddamn. That's how that's that was... how countries are made. That was an experience. Man, I saw some 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 uh, security body footage footage camera of the the Capitol riots. Boy, that thing it was politically buck over there, man. They were getting it, you know. It was a quite quite a tumultuous day that those those whites and probably some other whites had. What percentage of non whites were there? You think at the riots? Yeah. Probably zero. Zero. That's just statistically impossible. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I didn't see any like I didn't see any Mexicans. I didn't see any Asians. <laughs> no, no Mexican for trust made it to the Jan Six. Uh, yeah, no. Everybody else was at work. <laughs> so it, was, it was like a Tuesday. Was it on a Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone else got like like bills to pay. <laughs> 
That recall had not entered my mind yet. It's like, yeah, it's Dude, Tuesday at, a, at like 2 p.m., my guy. <laughs> the people that were there could afford to be there, could afford to take time off work, <laughs> to fly, to try to overthink uh, the, to overtake the government. Imagine the fly out. <laughs> some people were from California, and they flew out for really? that. Really? That's some... Yeah. I mean, honestly... <sighs> I believe there was a couple from Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, that was there. See, in my head, it was like a spur of the moment, like cats in D.C., like, yeah, we're about about it. Like, we're about to. I don't know what the objective was, <laughs> but like, like, boy, that's you, some, like, like if there was if there was a, uh, I don't know, name name some other weird semi pivotal thing in like a country's history that was riot, and uh, just imagine there was like video camera footage footage of that, and like that's what it was, like LA riots. Yeah, hey, I'm flying. Well, to, I'm flying to California to riot. <laughs> imagine. Hey, wait, some people going, did that. You're going out to freaking uh, Tupac did that. like the LA riots, yeah. Fly out. I don't know where Tupac was, but he said he wasn't in California, but he couldn't get to he couldn't wait to get to LA to join the riots. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, hey, the riots are very communal by nature, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's probably somebody you're probably rioting with people that have the most in common with you, Ideala ideology ideologically if you really want to find a good partner you know just wait till there's a, a bubbling in your society and there's a, a riot that you can really stand behind and Fuck tender. Ch- chances of riot tender uh and uh chances are you're gonna find someone who you know at least is on the same wave as you and you, you might find love in the uh in the rubble of your society someone should make a tinder but it's just for like passionate ideas oh god yeah and so and and okay so here's what's here's a great idea right super uh polarizing ideas and you and you call it polar plr right or (laughs) p-o-l-r because you can't have an er with these new apps 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 made in 2012 to 2017 uh no no vowels yeah um super polarizing ideas right and and you advertise it as find love for your polarizing idea right so you're, you're finding ideological matches for for a partner but when there's people that are opposite of your ideal you, you swipe left and you can argue with them about stuff and the real fun experiment is do more people argue or do more people try to find love and it's called polar the tv show you make an app to make a tv show it's specifically for debate it's not specifically for debate but the underlying motive is to see most people will probably rather argue at people than find some some sweet sweet loving yeah i feel like people just love to argue because it's easy <laughs> and people like nowadays tie it's their a lot ideas easier to, to their... uh, not communicate logically and like uh i do think we should just fight each other you do i do think everything should just like if it gets a little bit heated we should just fist fight i mean i i, I want to peep a documentary about um gladiator stuff because i think the executiveness behind the gladiator battles back in whatever time roman uh would be pretty interesting there's probably stuff that uh 
they're like, hey, we can just settle all our things in the in the gladiator. Uh, although I don't think the gladiators were politically or like problem based. I think it was just like sports. But as these executives, you know, as there's an, a mass CEO executive in the in the United States, uh, in the Roman times, there's probably some fun anecdotes of Roman executives saying, hey, everybody watch these gladiators while they're like, oh no, these aqueducts, the aqueducts are melting, the poop's in the road. What do you think people did for fun? TikTok? In Rome? Yeah, ancient Rome. Probably uh, make TikToks, right? Sex, probably. Was sex um, a taboo thing? Or did they just go at it? I'm pretty sure know? like being gay was just like a thing. Yeah. I think they were down with the butts. <laughs> was there are there STDs like today? I wouldn't be su mm, oh, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a natural uh uh imperviousness to some STDs, but I also wouldn't be surprised if like you get you touch one lady's lip and then you die. <laughs> Yeah, what if they had something like, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't want to get into the rabbit hole of ancient Roman STDs, but here well, I am Googling ancient Roman. There's someone who has just PhD research around ancient Roman STDs. The Imperial smarter you Rome. are, the more niche your knowledge base gets. This is what a family member told mine, told me of mine, told me. Shout out, family. You know what I mean? What do you say? What do you say? The, uh, I think he was kind of saying specifically college, but... The uh, the more masterful you are in in a in a field in college, so like the smarter you get in a certain field, the the tinier and tinier the the research subject matter becomes. So you get super smart with like one body part of a specific biological water creature in the Netherlands. That's right. I am a I am a right toenail doctor <laughs> specifically if you're 45 years old <laughs> and you're a man and and have a uh, a, a one in five one, one in 50 uh, uh disease that only one percent of the population have yeah it's a specific <laughs> war i actually have you believe it or not as niche as that sounds i have like 90 clients a year <laughs> for my medicine <laughs> Niche ballistic down, you know i'm the only one in the world that has the cure to this specific the, word I, have a, I just have a monopoly on a life-saving super super non-widespread disease ask me how i found it i just used to rub random shit on my dad's toes and one of his 30 years later away. here i am so yeah hit me up FDA Anyways, approved. here's that cold <laughs> oh, spray you need. <laughs> doctor i just came here for a checkup <laughs> According to Wikipedia, Imperial Rome had many more noteworthy diseases ranging from sexually transmitted diseases to catastrophic plagues. Ah. Uh, lame. Can you pull your camera down a little bit or like sit up? Yeah, I'm trying to fix my mic. I'm also naked. Oh, I'm not naked. Well, that's not, I mean, that's even farther than you have to go, man. I'll just like bot bottom of the chin, maybe, you know. I don't, I don't need a full black torso. Like shirt, not here. Hold on, hold on. For people listening, black shirt. All right, and obviously everybody knows I'm the white one by now. Do they? This could be anyone's first episode. The show used to be called Dark Racial Humor. I do remember that. Those were the days. And he, has the regret changed? I, I, I'm now okay with Rick and Bond more so than Dark Racial Humor by by a no. long shot. 
I'm glad we changed it. That was a horrible name. What? I liked it. Dang, your yeah. mic fell? Yeah, it like straight up fell up. I'm going to unplug it for a sec. One sec. All right, all right. Anyways, dark racial humor. It started, this is how I remember it. <laughs> Freaking pot. Dude, I, was listening, I was listening to a, a Bloomberg crypto and uh, it's syndicated by iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio low-key has like geo ad location. I was listening to an iHeartRadio podcast and it was like, hey, it's San Diego. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> how do you guys know I'm in San Diego? Pretty sure it's syndicated, which is maybe Apple podcast tracking you. Also, Snap, everyone's saying Snap stuff, but we'll get to that later. Um, I was listening to a podcast and it was a advertisement for a podcast with two two ladies, two younger ladies. And <laughs> the the one line was like, basically, hey, just two 20-year-old ladies telling you like it is. And I'm like, if that's not just, you know, pod for pod, you know? <laughs> if that's just not us in our younger days. If that's not podding, man. Like, if, if it's just not two friends in their 20s talking about life, then what are we oh, really podding about, you know? I am still in my 20s, making me feel old over here. Did they have an audience or were they just like... I mean, they were... I forget what they... What they... uh I mean, they were in the beginning of a Bloomberg crypto ad, so see if that maybe if they got that and like a little ad spin. But I was I was definitely inclined to be like, yeah, what are these what are these twenty year old ladies up to? <laughs> it's kind so of funny. Potting is so just <laughs> it's just so asinine, low key, and like you know all the like memes of like two dudes potting. Bo Burnham had a nice skit. It was hilarious. Are there any potting shows about potting? Just like satirical. Yeah. Like just two fat guys in an apartment. And yeah, they yeah. just criticize the world, even <laughs> though they are like the worst people. <laughs> Don't work out. I, like, I, want that to be, I want that to be like a a mini series of a bigger series. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good idea. I love it. Oh, this is interesting. Um I was you know that guy, Andrew Tate? That's like just popping up everywhere. Okay. I was wondering why he was popping up everywhere and he doesn't like have his own like official like TikTok account. Yeah. I think he just has a YouTube and an Instagram. Okay. Apparently he has this thing. It's an online course where the online course is how to make money online, right? And it's $50 a month and he's an affiliate program where you i guess you get 50 percent if you sell his course and he says in order to make in order to sell my course go on my youtube channel find old clips of me edit them together so they look cool add captions whatever and just like just make pages of me and then put the link in the description and then just just do that and that's why there's so many andrew tate pages and i'm just like that is the oh, most oh, fucking I, I genius thing i've ever heard i didn't hear you at the beginning it's it's about tate wait the the semi-british ball dude yes gotcha 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 oh, yeah like, i was i was shit. um so i saw because people <laughs> that's funny that's hilarious um one yeah that's classic uh affiliate marketing plus affiliate marketing to market yourself yeah i've There's never probably, heard anybody do that before who else has anyone I mean, else done that? did that low-key he was like yo freaking besides the affiliate he was like make clips of me and you'll get views <laughs> oh did he said make clips of me yeah. He's like, uh, yo, steal my stuff and then put it on your page and make it a reel and you'll get views. 
Damn, Dorian. Um, yeah, so people started seeing like Tate popping up, and uh, he, he was apparently on a reality show TV when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but then recently I saw him on like podcasts, like clips of him on a podcast, and I was like, how did, why did this kid just like pop off on social in the past like three months? <laughs> yeah. Um, he's he's funny. He's he, when you see him. Uh, th- uh, did you see the clip of him like at a at a gym, not being in like full character? No. It was it was very stark. He's like it. It's like oh, like a, he's definitely playing like 150 percent of his personality. Was he just being a a guy? He was like oh, <laughs> he was like <laughs> he was talking about how he doesn't like go to the gym every time every day, but he does like push ups throughout. It's just like a normal guy. And then you watch the like clips that are that he puts out and you're like oh you're like you're 250 percent doing your personality <laughs> pretty funny yeah he's, he's like uh, dan bozerian but he like talks dan what, dan missed the tiktok age didn't he yeah he kind of just never he stopped migrated like over 18 19 <laughs> 20-ish yeah because people were giving him a hard time and he just fucking well remember he, he had a he had a um what do you have some kids? I don't know. Maybe he had a cannabis company, uh-huh. and it. I guess it didn't do super well, and he like uh-huh. ran out of money, and people uh-huh. were like, "Ran out of money," or the business did. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And apparently, people were like making like super super long videos saying, "Oh, dude, Dan doesn't own any of this shit. This uh, is a rented right. house where yeah. he hasn't paid rent on it in six months. He's this guy's broke." So I don't know. I guess the character fell apart. No, oh, come on, man. Come on, yeah, man. Right. <laughs> just make a course bro <laughs> make affiliate shit that's everybody's answer that's fucking, it, used to, it, used, it used to be a drop shipping now it's just make a course <laughs> dude oh, he's a poker player i love poker yeah um let's see what's going on with dan b's instagram still got some bodacious booties four weeks ago come on you gotta post every day <laughs> Uh, Ignite products are available. Ignite.co, not affiliated. What are these? These alcohols? Oh, no, that's the uh, still the CBD. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Even, <laughs> events, apparel. <laughs> way, to, way to really uh, not one one product niche it. This, this guy is Ignite.co, and then apparel, beverages, and events. <laughs> so maybe he's just, you know, an all-around, you know, if people are outside, man... You need some nicotine. And well, he's still pulling over a million likes a post. So, like, with thirty-two page, mil. Well, his page isn't dead. I mean, like, yeah. I've seen worse. I, I doubt. I doubt you're gonna get like ten million. No, it won't. It looks different than what I remember. I I've seen like fucking sixteen million with like this, fifty thousand this like, likes. I'm looking at pictures of him right now, and. <laughs> I wouldn't like it looks like someone I haven't seen before and I've seen Dan Blazerian content before and I wouldn't be surprised if this is a whole different person <laughs> what do you think it's like to hang out with just a bunch of hot girls all the time um you just work out and you just hang out with hot well, girls I would hope that like some of these people are contracted under his like company somehow maybe he, like they go around and do hot girl stuff Oh, definitely, um, definitely getting paid, but like, 
You're paying just to be in the fridge. You might be like Loki. Like, first of all, that's a lot of people. You got to be, you got to love being around a lot. That's a lot of people, Walt. And maybe it's not like 100% of his time. Well, he's he's, he's playing with monkeys. Is he in freaking Gibraltar? You're just like, hey, you want to just like get some girls and go to Mexico for the weekend? That's cool. But I think like that's sporadic. And from content Blazarian world, it's like 100%, just a thousand people a day every day and it's like you don't even have to like when you're at that level you don't even have to think about making the content you have a couple photographers yeah yeah, yeah. social media you're just like this is just my life yeah 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 like i still gotta do stuff you you, honestly if you're someone okay let's just let's just say that he's basically no companies and he just gets money from going yeah. around doing cool stuff with hot let's just say that's all he does it's just going you straight gotta, to checking no business account well you you still gotta have a freaking like travel planner and like event planner that's still like a, a system you gotta because you have to have experiences if you're just if your only business let's say is is to document experience and put it online uh you have to have that like planned out for you i would hire somebody way more responsible than me way more on the ball than me and then like every day they just be like hey uh red bull is paying to send you out to new zealand for a week uh here's the budget just like make four posts drinking red bull but he's 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 not contenting he should i don't know is he i think he is i think like every every post is really just a fucking trying to get leads for ignite which is what is ignite is it, that's what i'm saying bro it's it's, it's nothing it's apparel vodka oh, uh, okay because it used everything. to be it used to just be weed yeah yeah it's, it's still cbd but it's nicotine and like stuff i think he should just uh i know Wholesale. he didn't ask me but i think he should just do tequila yeah you go on the site and it's like hey ignite literally everything that is freaking fun to do outside plus uh an ebook <laughs> with a foreword by david goggins he's probably he's probably wholesaling clubs and stuff or something he's probably definitely about probably ignite wholesale. this is what dan blazerian does with his business a global lifestyle brand unlike any other ignite all caps combines premium quality pr- ingredients with an unprecedented level of ambition. So not only do you get premi- premium quality ingredients, there's ambition in there, all right? So you're trying to get pumped up, you're going you're gonna to watch some Ignite CBD. Innovation, innovative, me for you know? Video. Ambition and innovation. An uncompromised standard of excellence. Inspired by its CEO and founder, Dan Blazier, and Ignite has positioned itself as the gold standard and industry expert in... CBD, nicotine, spirits, beverages, and a premium apparel line. 2018 launch, 2019 expansion to UK, Mexico, continued expansion 2020 in the Middle East. Can I get you some Ignite gear? Come again? Can I get you some Ignite gear? Um, Let me see if I rock with the vibes. (laughs) It doesn't look bad. It just looks like wholesale printed from China. It's a mark of okay. five times. They look like shirts. They look like shirts. Uh, cut off shirts. Some He's slides. just fucking uh, Ty Lopez in it. They're not even like I would probably pump up these prices a tiny bit. <laughs> They're like a $65 hoodie for a Blazerian hoodie. Like, what are we doing? I'll take one. 
I wouldn't really rock any of this. It looks like the Jack Links beef jerky loco. See, this business probably makes good money, but I I would for sure a hundred percent not want to manage it. Like I would like we gotta, this you gotta get a clothing manager. and inventory. This gives me a headache, especially with clothing. I would just find the best one I could afford and just be like, hey man or woman, just please just run this for me and also manage. give me money. Give me money from it. 2080. <laughs> All of it. I don't want to, do you know, this is, this is, this is what I strive for. This is my goal. Netflix's CEO said he tries to go as long as possible without making a decision. He said as long as time is two weeks. So, yeah. Well, it's also a very big company. It's a very big company. Kind of weird, but that's, that's cool. It's also, sure. It kind of just cool. lets it, it sees it, it lets him know that the right people are in position to like execute it's true it's true that being said you'll most likely have to make a lot of decisions all the time <laughs> don't i gotta hire a decision maker i guess <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so you know I'm, I'm in the halfway point to my goal right where i still gotta make decisions but all i gotta do is look to my left and say hey what are we doing <laughs> if my decision maker asks me a question i have failed and so then I look to my right where I look at uh, my decision maker's decision maker. Right. And so just it's, hire, it's, I'm, delegating, I'm just delegating my brain at this point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, th- I have no thoughts. <laughs> what I, have, I really want to do is to be a blob of enterprise. <laughs> I just hired interns to call my family for me and then just write up summaries on how they're doing. I just want to sit there and just die. I don't even want to move. <laughs> I just want to exist. I just want to intake sunlight. <sighs> I just want to... <laughs> Really, all I would do is just work out and and travel. Sure, sure, sure. Traveling's annoying too. Traveling's annoying if you're poor, <laughs> or if you're traveling. Even even with even with top of the line travel, that's still uh, you can make a fun plane, but still you're sitting in a in a box for eight nine hours. Yeah, but like you cut out the airport. You sure, cut sure, out sure. But other people. You, the annoying part, like I think airports kind of fun, Loki. It's just the the waiting in airports and the waiting in boxes. <laughs> I hate the airport. Did you I see think... Kylie Jenner? Everybody was clowning her. My first thought was, "What? Why the fuck do people care?" And then I was now like, "What oh, did yeah. Kylie Jenner do? Tell me what Kylie Jenner she, did." Nothing like super out of the ordinary for a billionaire 22 year old girl did she go through the clear line in the airport nah she uh she have her a private jet membership? her private jet uh apparently she just uses it a lot sure. like she'll use it for like six minute flights yeah, yeah. oh like getting, <laughs> yeah like okay. getting All from right. like uh okay. downtown okay. to fucking uh calabasas or something All right. what was funny was uh was a small plane big honking plane I think it's pretty big. She like took a picture of her and Travis Scott with like two planes behind her. One was huge. I guess it was hers. And one was and like smaller. With the gas nozzles. <laughs> yeah. And, and she was like. And they're getting rained down by gasoline. Should we take yours or mine today, honey? <laughs> and they were like hosing them down with gas. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, <laughs> Unleaded. But somebody pointed out one time she drove. Uh, what was it? 25 miles to the airport when like her destination was 16 miles away that's what yeah <laughs> that's I, I don't know i feel like that wouldn't be true in in actuality but i also could believe it could be true yeah so i'm that's thinking funny. like if 
I'm thinking if you if you're down Obviously with like the decision taking maker it, of that day was it made some wrong decisions. If you're down with taking a 13 minute flight, you're probably just pulling up, getting out of the car, stepping in, and taking off. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Like, <laughs> At that point, it's like one out of eight flights. Like there was just a logistical error, and and the team was like, I mean, she, I mean, she's not gonna want to drive. <laughs> yeah. So people were saying she's wasting gas and stuff. She's her plan a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how much gas a 13 minute flight takes, but I'm sure it's a little bit of a un, unneeded. I'm sure in, in the sky. Maybe we carpool. You know, maybe some friends can. You know, that's I'm, probably <laughs> it's probably it though. She doesn't want to sit in 50 minutes of traffic. Yeah, but so. you get some friends to car. No carpool in the in the plane. I'm saying some really productive oh. friends so that their their travel just makes billions somehow. Who does Kylie? I wonder who Kylie Jenner hangs out with. Do you think she hangs it's out with me. other billionaires? The other day, yeah. Or do you think she's hanging out with her broke friends? No, it's just me. I hang out with her baby. Her broke baby, dude. Baby ain't got no money. <laughs> I, her baby is dope, dude. Me and her. Is it a her dude? Is it a dude chick? What's her baby's name? Stormy Webster. Stormy Webster? So cute. She's a cute baby. Webster? Yeah. I, you know what, dude? I bet they were looking through Webster's dictionary for like fun words, and then Travis was like, oh, "What do we? It's the auto tune. <laughs> what if we just name her Webster? I think Webster, Webster. I would. I would. If I was a bully in elementary school, I would. I would uh, be mean to someone with the name Webster. Travis Scott's last name is Webster. Oh, thanks. Just burn that bridge. <laughs> Stormy Webster. <laughs> Travis, Travis, big homie, please. I didn't mean anything by it. Yeah, she's just a smiley little girl. Hope I don't have an ugly kid. <laughs> oh, my kid's cute like Stormy. Oh, man. Imagine having, like, I saw a thing on Instagram of this guy. I'm just going to knock on wood right here. And his kid was like, there's, it, it just didn't look normal, right? And obviously something was going on with it. And the caption was, um, you saved me, like implying that his kid saved him sure, from sure, whatever sure. he was going through. And I'm looking at this, and this is probably a horrible thing to say. <laughs> I'm looking at this and I'm like, the child is clearly suffering here. And like, you're, you're making this all about you, <laughs> you know, like, am I wrong? Am I wrong? That that's it's, my a, first it's, a, it's, it's pretty pessimistic view. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But I'm just like, <sighs> that's probably the worst view you could have taken of that. <laughs> I'm kind of like, but it was like, it was like a thing where it was like, it was an Instagram post caption. Yeah. Sure. Sure. It was like, it was like, a thing where the, the kid have? is it just freaking does it have a it, funny head or is it like medically like in a hospital all the time? It, it's not medically in a hospital all the time, but like the disability was like, so like when it grows up, it's going to have a hard life. And I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. I don't no, it's like, and then as a parent, you're like, Hey, people think I saved you, but you really changed my life. No one says that with freaking non-disabled kids, by the way. <laughs> no, no, it's what I'm saying. It's what I'm saying. The majority of parents don't be posting pictures of their kids saying, Hey, you changed my life, buddy. <laughs> That's like only 75% of parents. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking through it in my head and I'm like, damn, this, what I'm saying, what I'm and saying is saying really you bad. you're saying you should have killed that kid off top, abortion it, right? Pro-abortion? Well, what if like, I don't know, what if the kid is in pain, right? And like, you don't know that because the kid can't talk and you're, well, you know, 
Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> That's why I boil my lobsters alive. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Horrible thing to say. Fuck me. It's, it's a little pessimistic, yeah. But I kind of get it. You're like, well, I mean, what do you want the father to do? Not have a kid? That, that Obviously the kill the child. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> that's, that's, see, the kid, that's, that's, that's the end point of that thought of like, you hey, kids, said that. kid's hurting, bro. Shouldn't be alive. Should have just said that instead of dancing around it. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we had a whole, this is a six minute clip and you should have just said, hey, disabled kids should be <laughs> kill the that's disabled how, that's how that's, that's how you would start the bit the uh the uh the opening line have you ever seen the, the opening bit of uh one of the carson specials um uh is it carson the old white dude with the ponytail oh uh i don't know what you're talking about yeah, yeah but one of his carlin one of his, yeah yeah one of his his specials opened like with a funny punchline that was like super direct like that. You just come out, <laughs> you come out and say, "Boom, disabled kids." Nah, it would it would really grab the audience, really set the tone. How's your how's your uh, how's your stand up going? You got any? You got a solid five, tight five. You know, I don't have anything really new. Um, kind of the same. I haven't really been putting a lot of effort into it. Sure, sure, sure. Um. Do I have any jokes? Okay. I have, I have, so I have, so far, right, I have my classic poke bit about uh, the gentrification of gentrifiers, right? And then I had another one I wrote down recently. And it really, it's really like once every three years, there's a new joke. And, you know, um, and this one is about <laughs> uh, p- uh, parenting has to change through the generations. Like we can't be taking candy from minivans anymore. Uh, no Jolly Rancher is worth that. Not even watermelon. Was that the joke? It was the what I wrote down. So it's like, uh, we can't just be hopping in vans anymore, not even if they have a watermelon Jolly Rancher. <laughs> you know, times are changed. <laughs> Ooh. That, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you love this. You made <laughs> And, uh, you know, obviously we... We uh, expand on that thought, uh, just like we did with the poke bit, and then we get to a super uh, localized area where the poke bit will hit. Um, uh, unless there's certain areas, it, like uh, the poke bit, probably wouldn't hit if it's like a rural environment, super rural. Yeah, um, has to be rural, or it just won't hit. With this, won't stick. Come again? <laughs> has to be rural, or it won't stick. No, no, no it has to. It has to not be rural. Rural. Rural is a word, hey. Eh? Uh, it probably needs to be some kind of metropolitan or gotcha. urban area. Uh, you know, cities, cities. I can only see the top of your hairline. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's a nice cut, huh? <laughs> it is new. You know, comedy is really about one important thing. Bitches. Timing. <laughs> That's <pretty dumb. laughs> Is it? Has it? Of course. What do you mean? <laughs> Let me know because I was like, "This is too good to you not have been done." Thought that was an original joke. Yeah, I did because I God. said it. To, I said it to two people, and they were like, Holy... "Yo," they didn't say anything. They're like, "That's funny." Yeah, they just that's laughed. A, that's like a well. It's yeah, it's funny. But did they say they're like, "Oh, good, the original joke." They didn't say I've heard it before. Okay, well, maybe who said it? It's kind of like one of those jokes that kids who are saying jokes say. <laughs> oh damn. All right. I'm That's hilarious. That you thought that was. I mean, 
Because you, 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 you definitely heard that before. Like probably. I, I've probably been around you where that's been said in front of you, probably. like a Sean Lee, and like, a, like sound- Miles. In, in the four <laughs> years that I've known Miles, he's definitely said that joke. <laughs> that sound that sound like a Miles joke. Exactly. <laughs> um, My humor is more dark and unforgiving. Dude, does a uh, do you, you have an iHome? iHome or some Alexa Google Google joint? Oh, I have a Google something. Can you ask it for jokes? Not plugged in. But just in general, you can ask it for jokes, and it gives you like dad jokes. Yeah, dad jokes are the ultimate way to like condition your mind. I, I've I've gone through someone has an Alexa, and I was just going through like. 30 minutes of asking Alexa for jokes and trying to like get in the lane where the punchline is. And it's really quite the mental exercise. It's, it's amazing. Condition. When I remember breakup sex, come again. What? (laughs) Come again. I said Uh, conditions your mind for hot breakup sex. Yeah. 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 That's the ultimate, you know, finish line. And we, you have to, first of all, you got to think of the finish line as a starting line. You know, you run a half marathon, the finish line, is the starting line for the next half. Am I right? Can I get right. Amen? Can Amen. I get a praise Muhammad? So you just keep running? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't you don't pass out like a little bitch. No. You gotta get over the the halfway wall. Whether you run like four minutes or like four hours, there's usually a wall halfway. I learned that with meditation and running. Sometimes in your head you have to say, all right, no bitch shit. That was my mantra for a big uh, portion in the beginning of my running career. Cause you know, I run. And then you're just trying to keep the throw up down. No, the only time I threw up was in high school when we were doing sprints on the football field. I had not ran before that much. Yeah. I think it was a freshman. Threw up on the track and then had to clean it up. Yeah. You had to clean it up. Or you have throw someone up. else clean it up, but put some water on it at least. Wait, why didn't you th- why didn't you throw up on the grass? Throw well, grass? it's turf. It was oh, yeah. turf. It was turf, and that's a whole different thing. And like, I was trying to catch my breath, and I ended up on the track. No one cares about track athletes. Like, yeah, run over my throw up four hundred meters. Dude, no one gives a fuck about track athletes. I was watching track the other day. It's just not a very good entertaining sport. I, I'm sure from a as a participant, it's very intriguing and enthralling. Um, but to watch someone sprint for three seconds, seven seconds, isn't exactly money, you know. Unless there's money on them. True, we, true. Then we get into gambling. Yeah, we like that. We like we that. Like, I like using humans as my sport. Sure. Yeah. That's something. That's my that's my my pawn. I did want to go back to one of the jokes that is now forever in my brain that I, when my dad jokes is why, why did the owl turn off its phone at night? Why? I didn't want to get hootie calls. Uh, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but if you get like, whenever I get in the same lane as the punchline, like quick, I'm like, heck yeah, dude, it's really hard to like, freaking fast because then you got to think about like the underlying punchline of the setup and like the environment of what it's talking about it's amazing it's a it's a wonderful mental exercise dad jokes are are undervalued 
and underperformed. Hmm. There's also a Terminator one from that same session with the hoodie jokes, but I forget it. It was something with Asta. I, I could make one right now. What, what's, uh, what's the Terminator's favorite dish? Pasta la vista, baby. Oh, God. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. I got one. <laughs> okay. This, okay. Isn't a, this isn't a dad joke. It's kind of just like a... a you got joke. a just on the joke? Not even a joke. Okay. So, I got tired of texting this one girl. I was smashing good morning every day. Yeah, so she was I made, <laughs> <laughs> So I made a bot that good. would text uh, her automatically every morning so I wouldn't have to. Sure, sure, sure. Anyway, one morning she was over at my place. We were fucking and she still got the good morning message. Anyway, we're not fucking anymore. That's the joke. Lost it at the end. You uh, could have a better punchline. Yeah, it's not really funny. I'm just a story. I like the, I like no I like the setup. It's kind of like a trading joke, low key. <laughs> a trading like, joke. Yeah, because you're like setting up like a trading bot, and like the GM had my head in the crypto realm. Like if you're ever at a crypto like event and there's like an open mic, I would make that a crypto joke. God, crypto events are so weird. <laughs> you know who you know who Blau is? Yeah, yeah. I had um drinks with him the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um. And he was talking about his company. Oh, is that how you said? I, I definitely only said that through Lao. Yeah, he's a uh, he's very big into the NFT music. Yeah, he has an NFT music company. What's his company? Royal. Okay. And yeah, it was cool. I really thought it was going to be like a lot of people there, and I wouldn't have to like network super hard. But I pull up, and it's like four people, and I'm like, shit. I mean, were they I fun? was like, they were cool. I just <laughs> like good. wish I hadn't smoked so much weed right before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, more of a coffee thing. More of a coffee thing. Yeah, so I, I don't know, coffee in a like, joint, maybe. Drinking drinks, talking about music and NFT bullshit, trash. You know, what was the the biggest takeaway you got from someone? The biggest takeaway <laughs> I got from someone. Well, he was kind of pretty much telling me like everything. I already think is going to happen with NFTs and music. I did think it was cool though. Cause he said that he had like 50 companies in his portfolio and I was like, okay, how rich is this guy? But then he said he was an early investor in OpenSea. And I was like, okay, there we go. That's why. Mm-hmm. And probably just bought a bunch of shit after. Is it all crypto companies? I don't know. I didn't ask. Is he but, probably an accredited investor? Who's, who's the seed stage for OpenSea? But yeah, um, I don't know. Showed him my TikTok, and he liked it. He did that. Uh, <laughs> he did that Gary V mouth thing a lot when he's thinking, and his mouth goes, to, mm, you know, mm, just kindness. <laughs> you know, there, there is a. Uh, I saw a TikTok that was talking about the that side smirk, and where people. I think it was talking about like profile pictures for recruiters and, and getting recruited or something and this lady said psychologically humans see that as uh like a pompous most people see it as like a friendly smirk but what people actually see is like a pompous uh i like know more than you 
Well, he would certainly... He would make that face every time, like, money was vaguely mentioned. Because, like... Mm. I was like, I asked him, I was like, were you an early investor in OpenSea? He was like, mm-hmm, yeah, I got in on that early. Mm-hmm, huh. yeah. Um... You know, and then like you know, some maybe shit he like, had a cleft lip, dude. <laughs> I don't know. He was cool though. Get him on the pod. Get him on the pod. There is like is. ninety different uh, Web three music websites though. Yeah, I. It's not very differentiated. And also, bro, I really don't want to invest in most of the music I listen to. <laughs> like, I get it during the super bubble phase where you can speculate and make some more money on it. But I'm not like, that's not a thing. Like, what is interesting, and it I goes do. back to the speculative stuff where you're investing in an artist and stuff. But uh-huh. unless I'm investing in Jay Z's portfolio, I'm not going to try to make a portfolio of young rappers. I do because I believe I would have hit a couple times. I kind of got into the weekend late. But I got into a time when all my peers were like, yo, fuck this guy. You know? Like, most people didn't like him. Brent Fias, a handful of people that are But then right you also now. have to, in the, in the speculativeness of getting early to an artist, you still have to believe someone else is going to pay higher for that artist. Yeah. So, like, here's, so his thing was, like, his thing was, I don't know, I guess, like, you would just invest in songs. <clears throat> so, if like, I was on SoundCloud or whatever, and I heard Doja Cat, and... I was like, okay, this is cool. Probably won't blow up, but I'm going to pay fucking $100 for this song she made. And then she like blows up and somebody else is like, yo, I'll give you $1,000 for that. It's also very gambly. It's super gambly. You could could also gambly gamble. It's, 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 it's small. It's small company investing, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like angel investing. But, but like the difference is, I'm trying to freaking big scale. (laughs) The difference is, I guess there is no difference, but like, in the perfect world, the money would go straight to the artist to help fund their career, you know? Sure. And then if they blow up and they're like, yo, I want my song back, I guess they could just buy it back. Buybacks would be fun. <laughs> Buybacks would be fun. Plus they get royalties. So every time I sell my Doja Cat song from 2013, she would get what a is percentage. Like, but... Who's going to pay 10x on a Doja Cat song? At the top, maybe at the top of a bubble. Top of a bubble. Well, it depends. Doja Cat Ooh. is an artist that makes a lot of money and owning one of her songs. I'm talking like owning the songs. Like I get the IP, I get the rights. Every time it makes money, I make money. So out of in. how many songs now? Are artists just going to saturate the heck out of songs now? How much does a... And even comp- with in mind his superstardom, Snoop Dogg probably has over... Like if you go to, to Death Row NFT OpenSea page, there's yeah. a lot of songs that you could buy, right? And uh-huh. it's pretty saturated. So how much worth does one song from a very, very important artist if they have millions of songs? If one artist has millions of songs? Value investing. Well, it depends. <laughs> this is it, everyone just read the value investor and then find out if you can if you want to buy Snoop Dogg song. Well, it depends on what the market is willing to pay for it. So I'm you know how I'm trying to buy 30x for a song? Eat. And collectors of artists and stuff? Well, you absolutely. You know how I'm always talking about I want to buy Triangle Fires Masters? Sure. Like this is this is what I'm talking about. So like super people that are already famous, 
I believe if this were already going on, like their catalogs, their music would be like unaffordable to most people. They would price it so high, probably higher than it needs to be, just so people don't buy the it. The Wu Tang record. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fucking um like who's who's famous but not super famous. I don't know. Like fucking Big Sean or something. Big Sean is like uh like, oh, I have this album I made in 2012 and like it has 10 songs on it each song is for sale and then like me I'm a super huge big Sean fan a big big Sean fan I want to buy his first album or a couple songs off his first album because you know it's like it's important to me as a fan and then I don't know how much bigger big Sean's gonna get but if big Sean dies or something knock on wood like the fucking music will probably like get a little bit more valuable you know, I don't know. There's a lot of factors at play here. I want high returns, or you just gotta buy in the top 0.1 percent of the industry. The returns could be high if it's like a very commercial artist and their music is played everywhere. Jay Z's records. I like like Kendrick Lamar. Damn record that was on like literally that was playing on the NBA for years. You know, what if I was getting royalty off that because I own that's the interesting. Songs? I yeah. like that more. If you buy a record and as that NFT owner, you get payoff from the back of syndication and commercializing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like when you own the song, you own the song. Oh, that's more fun. So if I own the song and then I see it on a movie and trailer the- and I'm not getting money, then I can sue. I'd be like, yo, I own this song. Here's proof. You're going to need some lawyers, bro. Yeah, that that could be uh, that could be like the new fucking copyright. I need a lot of smart contracts. Um, going back to the the marketing pyramid scheme, basically of affiliate marketing, basically that where you invest into an artist and then you have to market their stuff so you get money. Absolutely, like, dude, that would literally if this was a thing right now, bro. Like, I would. You, you just make company make a portfolio of investors. You just make companies literally my companies off of that. I would invest in a hundred artists. One of them would fucking take off. The ones that don't, I sell their bullshit because I don't need it. And then I buy a thousand artists' songs. I just scroll through SoundCloud all day. And then I hire fucking people younger than me that are more in with the tunes. And we just literally find the most artists that I think will pop off. Like fucking Blast, bro. I fucking listened to him before when he had like 400 followers on SoundCloud. I could have bought some of those songs. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah not good. Not good. Jesus Louises. Um, Loki is what, uh, and if you study music industry, Loki already kind of does that, right? You, you buy out radio spots and commercial spots and you plug that, get people's ears. And there's a lot less free will with liking songs. <laughs> We were also talking. Think, yeah. We were all. We were also talking about um, what if TikTok did that with sounds? Like you post, like you post the sound, and it's automatically an NFT that you own. And I'm like, yo, this song could. The sound so, could go viral. I'm Snapchat is making developers should make Snapchat filters that are NFTs now. In August, I believe. Um, so developer can make a filter and then the developers own that nft through a third party 
Interesting. But saying that, but um, yeah, that makes so the predominant social medias where all the attention is and all the culture is of sounds and trends and whatnot <laughs> makes for what radio used to make, which is a zeitgeist of music in the air, right? So if you integrate a, a Web3 aspect into a popular predominant social media, you can do a lot with that. It's, it's basically... It's, it's the YouTube NFT idea, but take the NFT idea away with it. And it's still basically just a YouTube business model of you go to the predominant media platform, put up content that people want to consume, and then you get paid for it. With NFTs, <laughs> if no one's heard before, the middleman gets cut out with that besides the predominant social media, unless you have a decentralized social media platform, which could happen, good mind. Um, and you get paid. But at the crux of it all is the attention of the end user. Where are most people going and what do they want to consume? That's why people say the TikTok in America is watered down than other places. Stop if you're in fed trends. What? I'll tell you the fucking the funnels some of these girls have to sell their OnlyFans to people. They're good. Very smart. What do they got? It's just so it's just a TikTok page, and they'll like make like they'll do a trend, but they'll like make it sexual, right? So you're like, oh, okay, this girl has titties. Let me go on her page, and then it's just, it's, it's just like a bunch of fucking like just softcore porn shit and you click the link in her bio it's like a landing page and then it's just like instagram youtube most people Amazon, do not and click then profile fans. pages on tiktok i beg to differ especially you think a lot I'm, of people click profile pictures i think sometimes if it's like if it's like a profile like the ones it, i'm seeing warm warm audiences click profile yeah. Like I love the I love what this person's putting out. I want to see more. Yeah. Most people are not inclined to see more from that one person. They just want to scroll. Cause it's like what what do they usually Scrolling's say? Addictive. They usually say something like, um, come hang out with me, link in bio or some shit like that. Sure. So me, I'm fucking horny, thirty five years old, credit card hot and ready to go. Oh look at this. Yeah, titties. you could just if you do an education piece, instead of making like a five part, and you could even do a five part so people have to go onto your profile and see the other parts, right? But do the tease and say full video on YouTube, unless TikTok and their AI really good auto captions catches that. Maybe you have it in the background, but there's still probably AI. ByteDance has a killer AI software, man. I was, full video, I was, full video on YouTube for the titties, for an education piece. Like, what do you, what do you, what are you selling? Say you're doing crypto education instead of doing the whole spiel in one TikTok video, you give them a piece and say if you want to learn more, instead of going to the profile, or you make that a warm and then even warmer, you go to the, pro, the link in bio. You say if you want to learn more on this subject because there's a lot more to learn and if you don't learn you're going to miss out go to our youtube page 
Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. Making a Bitcoin course. It's sick. Nice. Almost done. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. What do you think it should be priced? A lot more than what you're already pricing it. Really? Because it's expensive. Guess. I've already seen. I would. I would price it. Price it a K and then and have your sale just be five ninety nine. Why? Are you, is it, oh, oh, valuable? oh, and 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 make it five ninety nine. Yeah, like the sale. Yeah, but okay. So I I learned this man. One, your price makes your audience right, and and you you know this as well. If you have a high product, high price product. The people that pay ten thousand dollars will be a different breed than people who pay one hundred dollars. Two, yeah. freaking, I don't know. Screw it. <laughs> yeah. Also, my only thing is, only thing is with that is, it's not like a, it's not like well, a you, course where you're gonna like, it's not like a make money more money with your business course. You know, you're you can make money with Bitcoin knowledge, but like. It's not really for that. It's just to learn. Sure. Um, and if it, if, it, if it makes you feel butterflies, just over deliver stuff. Have webinars included for people who, who pay. Yeah. Um, don't, even, don't even include that in the advertisement off top. Um, or, I don't know, just over deliver if you think freaking it's not worth it. <laughs> Yeah, people, boy. All, all, really, all you have to do, especially for a running membership, but maybe like, especially building like those first members, really just like you have to like pour love and value over, over value of what they paid for. Um, so pop up on a Zoom twice a month and they'll be stoked. Just like, because most people, oh, well. Do you think you're going to funnel most people from random or not from TikTok? Most will be from TikTok, YouTube. Okay. Well, then, yeah, people, especially from TikTok. Um, and if you build up more of a brand on non-TikTok and like Facebook ads and stuff, unless can you can you fit, can you target TikTok audience on f Facebook ads somehow? No, I tried. I tried scraping my list. Have you tried TikTok ads yet? No, I haven't tried TikTok ads. You should do that immediately. And then you can also, you know, of course around that um will those be like tied to my account can i like make it target to my followers tiktok ads? i would most likely think so um tiktok might be in a weird space <coughs> where they're like their targeting might be crazy i have i i've only done non-expertise research on tiktok ads so far um but I wouldn't be surprised if they're in a weird space under what Apple's pushing people out of <coughs> Snapchat, Facebook, etc. Either way, uh, yeah, hop on TikToks, TikTok ads. Um, and then, so what I was saying, if people are funneling through your TikTok, they like you maybe a little more so than they like Bitcoin stuff. Um, 420, I don't know. Just, just do some other stuff where it doesn't make you feel yucky. Yeah, right now it's four. And it is hours, man. It's like it's it's 
that research isn't worth a hundred bucks. It's worth more. Yeah, I I put fucking time into this. That's what I'm saying too. Daily. Yeah, it's four ninety seven right now. Or if you have a company and you want to train your employees. Woo! You, can... <laughs> <laughs> Woo! you get a hundred licensing. Yeah. Ooh, Hormozy. <laughs> yeah, I got the idea okay. from Hormozy. Uh you get a hundred logins for four thousand dollars. Solid material? Solid material. So Zach's coming over. Business, eh? yeah, and I'm yeah. using his fancy camera. Well then, dude, um, you could also okay, so this is the third thing I'll say about pricing. When you grandfather people in at a low price, it will always be exponentially harder for, for those members to pay more. If someone pays a hundred dollars, it's a lot more friction to get them pay to pay five hundred dollars. You have to work a lot more. Um, on the, if you're unless you're not unless you're adding something, that's super easy. But either way, that's a lot of friction. Um, so, and I've seen this work in the past. You have that initial cohort of cats, and look up cohort courses as well. Um, you'll be interested. Instead of people doing it on their own when they need discipline and stuff, they get oh, I'm a cohort of. BJP number one, the first, the first class, you know, um, have that first, those first early adopters, you can call it early adopters, uh, be like, yo, we, we got this joint for a hundred bucks and it's literally never going to be this again. You guys are only getting this price. They say down the line where you guys, you guys got the best price it'll ever be because I was young and scared of selling my stuff to people. And now I freaking syndicated with freaking Cisco and small businesses about Bitcoin. Now I don't give a fuck. Give me your money. Yeah. Give me your money. But yeah, now but I feel. That being said, you, you do have to over deliver. And, but it's, it's pretty easy to over deliver just with a Zoom call. Yeah, I was thinking of doing a thing where, and I don't know if I'll regret this. I could always turn it off. But like you can just like text me on Telegram anytime if you don't understand something. Private, private telegram where it's only one way so you can only text them um, and then super loyal people you can give them a username but like down the line of like loyal loyal people yeah cool these are all things that I've sent people that are richer than me that I've enjoyed in their ecosystem yeah so find find those loyal cats and then personal communication which you will regret if you do that on a public mainstream basis only for like the coolest cats and the people that will be in your system and basically market your system based off of the value they got, which is easier to sell. If someone's been watching your stuff is in your course in your zooms for two years, they're your best marketing material. Oh yeah. That. gotta get those testimonials gotta yeah do it in a cooler way <laughs> cause test, I'm trying to think of a cool way of cool testimonial uh, practices um, do it in a cool way I don't know research at this point you probably can't give prices um, 
Yeah, just make sure it's everything's rock solid, man. Yeah, I can't wait to be done with it. It's fucking four ninety nine. Should have did it in December when the the market was well, hot, but it'll come back. Like I said, it's always better to build in a bear market plus. Are you accepting Bitcoin? No. So someone. I like thought I said, about it, but it's for beginners. And I'm thinking, why would a beginner even have Bitcoin? First place. Yeah. It's also a trust thing where you're like, you give people the ammo to say, you literally just like made a lot of money off me. You give, you give people, you give the negative side of audience a little bit more ammo. It might be good to risk manage that. That being said, you know, a loyal audience member that loves you is probably a tiny bit more valuable than parabolic Bitcoin. There's a few of those. A few of those loyals just can't figure out their Coinbase wallet. <laughs> I got them. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm already. I don't even know what I was gonna say. But yeah, I'm filming. I'm filming the the. I filmed half already. I'm filming the last half tomorrow. Still got a couple more modules to write. Do you have a wait list or no? No. Like you can. I have a thing where you can like. It's called the pre-launch discount, where it's seventy percent off, and you get access to a unfinished version of it so while it's being like complete you can like slide into it that's kind of fun it's it's in the spirit of web 3 i suppose no one signed up but like but i haven't i haven't advertised it at all i don't even know how you found it so i'm like was it on instagram um youtube youtube oh yeah i think i did mention it yeah, but that's I, I haven't I haven't mentioned it on TikTok or like send it to my email list or anything. I should, so I can like get some people in on it. But it's like there's only email two, list for sure. Two chapters in there. Um, I would do some something fun with TikTok, something like maybe just like mention like oh I might make a course, like in the beginning of a video, <laughs> yeah. or what kind of stuff would you guys like in a course? That might be a little bit too meh. How do, I, how do I tell people to check it out? Apparently, you can't say link in bio anymore. Ugh, really? Yeah, TikTok's just making it hard. I think it was shadow banned. I think you just let let the gas off the pedal. Yeah. Also, I for a while I've been I've been getting followers, but I'm think I'm losing the same amount because I've had like the same amount just of followers for a while. Try, try to go back to like two, bro. Also. Just oh, it's just smart. How many modules do you have? Modules? Yeah, right. Done right now. Um, and, it's ten lessons. Each lesson is like three to seven modules. And ten minute, five minutes each. They're like three to six minutes each. That's fine. Um, use five, six, one seven. build up a little more content. 
right now as you did before in the beginning of TikTok, so you can get back to like two a day because that's probably what getting you. Um, but then just snip stuff from your course, put it on TikTok. Yeah, and I've only I've only to lead up to the course, I've only been making Bitcoin videos. Like I haven't talked about anything else, and I think that's kind of hurt me a little bit because like my metaverse shit was super popular. Yeah, it, it'll it'll all help. <laughs> Yeah, um, so. but I would I would just to add more val- volume um, snip out stuff from your course into TikTok oh yeah just give, give your best stuff away for free that's what everyone does but also don't how <laughs> many videos we got here I think we got like 45 videos <sighs> my fucking guy also, in the Philippines editing the rough cuts do like make parallel YouTube videos or a podcast about it and it's like saying the same stuff so you're giving away your free stuff but there's a course for it and with the course you get some some more attention with Zoom and and whatnot yeah I also thought about giving away because it's called Bitcoin learn Bitcoin in 10 days the first day for free. Can you get a wallet on the site? I'm not sure. I gotta look into that. Try to. Um, I'm using Kajabi. It's not. It's not WordPress. Sure, you can't do a lot of sure, shit. Sure, 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 sure. But you can. Um, down the line, maybe if you're still going with beginners. Or, oof, that's careful. Um, when they're on Zoom, if you really want to be interactive, be like, all right. Everybody, this is how we make a wallet and whatnot. And people are like making wallets in front of you. Um, man, do you have all your just like disclaimers and stuff and like law things in order? All right. I do need to put, I'm not like not investment advice. But other than that, I have like I earnings disclaimer, privacy policy, terms of use, all that bullshit. The, um, I forget the term for it, but I'd low-key go to like legal zoom and be like, how am I not, um, just how am I not responsible if someone like loses all their money or like gets hacked or something? I would go to a legal zoom. Yeah. There is a, try not to talk about investing at all. Even like, but if someone's like, yo, this kid put me on the Bitcoin and I tried to make a wallet and it was a scam wallet. Like, well, I mean, you did agree to the terms and conditions when you purchased the course, sir. And if you refer to that, they'll say, I'm not responsible for any money you may lose. Huh. Sorry. Nice. Um, yeah. Just Zoom stuff. Over deliver with Zoom stuff. Private Telegram's a hack for sure. One way. Don't make that joint. Don't make that joint public. Um, yeah. Find the loyal loyals. And uh, give them all the love. Um, Facebook, Google, TikTok, YouTube ads. Got to be careful because. Um, Ooh, Facebook that Facebook, loves. Google, crypto stuff. I'm not. Have, As, you, have you run into to um, crypto? Uh, them taking it down because of crypto yet? No. Okay. Apparently, so if you, you make, if you make crypto education different. Or like an exchange, it's different. 
Or an exchange, yeah. 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 But like, it's really easy. It's really easy to get banned on Facebook, yeah. like your account banned. Apparently, my fucking editor in the Philippines, he keeps getting banned. And I got to tell him to be careful because I really don't want our ad account getting banned if he does something. Yeah. Um, lean toward Google a tiny bit more. They don't really ban whole things like Facebook does. You'll, you're. Facebook. Huh? Facebook's the worst. Yeah. Um, but it's also fun. I, I still want to see what they, they're trying. Their ad revenue stuff is going to be for metaverse stuff and, and VC and VR stuff. Um, it's going to be nasty. Yeah, because that's what that's what my, my head's at right now. If, if they can win the VR game, then they're going to want all those billboards and ads to be funneled through small businesses. Super fun. I think that's a fun idea. That is the uh, dystopian world of the metaverse and the actual origin of the metaverse, but, um, you know, I'm an evil marketer. <laughs> evil. Um, <laughs> there's a, evil. There's, uh, do you know who Bill Hicks, the comedian, is? Yes. You, you know Bill Hicks? Heard of him. He's dead, and he, like, yells and stuff. He's Canadian. Uh, he had a bit about marketing and, and advertisers, and his bit was like, you, got, you should watch some of this stuff. It's good. Uh, he's like, if you're in marketing right now, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, like people are laughing. And he's like, no, no, I'm serious. <laughs> Anyone in that field, go home, put your mouth over a muffler and turn the car off. <laughs> That's great. And I'm like, sorry, Bill. But I do it out of love, you know? I try not to market things that are bad products. Marketing is fun. It is fun. It's very psychological. It's very uh, chess-like. Um, it's very... Why do you think it's fun? I don't know. I just like to make things sellable. You know, just taking something just normal and just making it better. Like a Bitcoin course. If you Google Bitcoin course, there's horrible? a bunch of courses, and I'm sure they're great, but they're Ooh, all probably filmed on a cell phone in front of a whiteboard, and they're like on a terrible website, and they deserve to be worth the $20 they're worth. Yeah. Mine, um, though, looks great. Great website. Fast website. Marketed differently. The top of the market for Bitcoin courses actually probably the, the best, information the is top of the market buy. as well right the information is the top same notch. but it's <laughs> the same information but it's delivered by me Someone. and it's delivered better <laughs> it's delivered better i'm not like a guy with a half tucked in shirt that's never gotten laid a computer science professor that's like mumf like mumbling sure. i'm like no i'm in your face i'm like bill nye the science guy with this bitch like i i, I keep I, you engaged i hold you I'm like, yo, we're going to learn Bitcoin in 10 days. We're not going to learn it in six weeks. We're going to learn this shit in 10 days. You're going to be so good at Bitcoin. Yeah. You're going to be so good at Bitcoin. You'll be able to teach people like me. You know? Like, Ooh, that's funny. I know everything about it. You sold you me. Yeah, like, sold me. Congrats. Nice. I'm, wow, that was easy. <laughs> well, because you lost me when you said information's the same, right? But you, I do have to have, also have to realize that this is like top of the funnel beginner stuff. And people yeah. really just do want friendliness and easiness of information yeah and there is only there's only one bitcoin you know it's like there's like one chemistry it's just how you teach it yeah 
you know but sometimes like i'm not gonna like inside the chemistry there's only like i can only talk about proof of work like i would start thinking about differentiation somehow i like the that business idea is amazing hermosi got you that in in his book hermosi is like the best guy i've ever the best guy i've ever found (laughs) what do you say about uh licensing licensing oh i don't know but like i'm just copying what he did because he was just like i'm just gonna license my business i think his was like four grand but you see his 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 thing like helps your business make more money so justifiably well in that regard you can say education it's it's a um i forget the other word but education of workers which makes them more profitable and more um knowledgeable about a space um especially for like in the licensing area you might want to niche to people who are marketers say i'm gonna you have marketers in your company and you're somewhat web3 based or you want to know about nfts basically think about whatever hype beast wants uh-huh. and think of marketers right so you got marketers for your company already you're trying to do something with nfts <laughs> marketers and all those cats are not web3 based they don't they don't they have no crypto education bro you um, don't even know how many times i'm give, i'm doing consulting to employees for free by the way because they don't for, they're trying to do like nft deals with companies but they don't understand it so they're like yo bon Gen, you know I nfts know. but no, uh that's why, um, dude. That's why marketing's fun because you just take that boring thing, Bitcoin education, and you figure out. I like making it funny. Figure out a funny way to make them interested. It's twenty twenty two. You don't know Bitcoin yet, really. You know, everybody else knows it. Everybody else has moved on, and you still don't know it. It's, 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 I made a motion with my hand a couple of minutes ago and it's, it's finding the weak points of a person either in a, in a, in a, um, self-conscious way. You either have to find the, what's the other word for self-conscious insecurities of someone mm-hmm. or the opposite of that and find the confidence booster. I love it. Yeah psychological Um, damage but yes the consulting part especially to marketing all these crypto companies are trying to find cats that are crypto natives to market stuff and nfts god stupid i get so jaded sometimes (laughs) stupid freaking projects bro something even started that like like these poor cats have to market and i'm like adjacent to it and like i'm, i'm helping them out but like i wouldn't in a million years put my face to this project and they're so like serious about it i i, I feel really bad <laughs> low-key and like Dude, they sell stuff that... and it's fun but like that's not what i want to use these psychological talents on <laughs> that's it it's a means to an end or it's not a means it's to an a, end it, it's it's a it is it is to so just get money from stuff but then like I, uh, so I, i'm in this i'm in this i was in a twitter space and uh there's these cats i'm adjacent to that um are marketing this product um what's the product and i'm 
it's 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 an NFT, and it's like fashion based, right? That is nothing. I, no, well, no, yeah, and that that too. Oh, I saw a TikTok. Oh my god, bro! I saw a TikTok of this young kid, and he's like an NFT guru or whatever, and he's talking about a project he likes. And I've I've had this running joke where someone was like, and I somewhat agree, but like I was like their website was like super pretty and like super interactive, and it had like a game on it. <laughs> and these people's qualifications for a good product is like cool art and a pretty website. And I agree, like those are kind of like parts of a good NFT project, but it's like, bro, you're literally like an art seller. That's it. Yeah. And there's a couple people, there's a couple people that made a lot of money from that project or other projects and they throw these outrageous events Right, and then they film it, and they make content around it, which makes it seem more important than it is. Yeah, at and the top of the bubble, everything was like you could put money into anything and make a hundred x. Literally, the spe- like the, the edge of the, spe- people, the speculative spectrum. Fucking exchanges are laying off half their staff. People are losing their life savings. But let's go ahead and have a rooftop party at this bar and hire Diplo to come through. <laughs> promote this NFT that does nothing like I saw uh, uh, what happened with crypto.com crypto.com the the inside uh, there was something that happened that I was like they spent so much money on marketing and then like couldn't realize that the creditors that they have aren't like solvent (laughs) did you see the three arrows thing yeah but the, the screenshot oh you saw the screenshot yeah, which one? Which one was it? Where the CEO like ran away, like they can't find him. Um, Celsius or that's Mashinsky. I think Mashinsky. <laughs> I've like been close to Mashinsky before. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna run away. <laughs> I think he used to have like just weekly powwows with the community, and then like just didn't after insolvency. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Awkward. <laughs> See, but like, fuck, okay, that's but why I, thinking, I don't like fucking being responsible for other people's money. Yeah, be good with it. I was thinking, um, what was the example I was thinking of? Um, but it, it was in the vein of when something bad happens, just write it. Instead of going away, you just, instead of not continuing your weekly powwows, you take all those hits from these people. And probably some, I was about to say like, nerds and stuff but they're probably smarter people than the freaking ceo um but take those hits and those questions and just be like ah we did bad i don't know uh there was some example where that was a good idea in my head for somewhere um your life savings in luna oopsies yeah it's like but yeah. also my thing is too my thing is too. They did. I, I mean, said, they, they don't put your life savings in Luna. Well, that's what, well. Like I want, especially looking back at it, you're like obviously, and I love like, crypto. You, you, I you put sold, some money. You in sold some it as a stable coin. I mean, like I, I, I am not, not the biggest. Coin. I'm not the biggest fan of banks, and I've put my money in some sketchy ass shit. But I would never put all of my money into something, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, yeah. You you can't go all in, but on anything but yourself. You know what I mean? You know, you just invest in like my, my course. 
man. Uh, and yeah, we can get we can get the ball rolling. Please. I love the the system of banks. I was talking to a guy who was like an executive in like regulation at one point, and he was talking to me, and he was like, "The way you've learned about like markets and." like things going up in prices and everything being interconnected. Most of these cats that are running banks don't think that way. I was like, what do you mean? And, and he was like, he, they just don't think about markets like that. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, that's how it is. <laughs> what do you, like, I, I know no other way. It's weird. And what did he say? He said, just said these bankers don't think like that they're old and they just they're thinking about bank businesses and and they don't have they yes. don't ape into elon mars poop coin no not even like that they don't think about interconnected markets that way of thinking of how all of these markets interact with each other and are somewhat interdependent i wonder i wonder how they think do they just see the front end I don't know. I'll have to ask again. Um, there's a few headlines I had. Old. Not even that, just like deep in business. Amazon. Oh my goodness. This freaking. All right, Bon Jen. Who would you trust more? Amazon or Apple with your health care? With my health care? Apple. Yeah. I did a poll and then 100% of people that responded said Apple over Amazon. Either way, both of those companies are going hard on healthcare, just like I said from someone else, but uh, a few months ago. Amazon. Facebook. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> Amazon bought one medical for $3.9 billion at $18 a share, paying a 77% premium to where the primary care company was valued a day earlier. Um, in addition to many years... Go. I just said Facebook Health. Oh, FBH. In addition to many years of clinic visits and virtual chats, uh, there's a mobile app, record your blood pressure, resting heart rate, and check lab results for new prescriptions. Amazon already has a... Um, a pill service where you can get pharmaceuticals. They have a pharmaceutical branch. Apple a couple years ago bought like in-house clinics for their staff employees and stuff, but they actually use their in-house clinic for research for health and, and whatnot. Uh, that Apple watch is a great little nudge into people being trustworthy of Apple for heart rate, uh, resting steps and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Um, but Amazon, Amazon with that pharmaceutical branch as well, plus the trust of buying things off Amazon at a fast speed and like getting anything you need. Um, that might that might even give Amazon a little bit of a edge on Apple healthcare. Um, what if they can tap into each other? Like your fucking watch is like, yo, your blood sugar is getting high my man yeah. i'm just gonna go ahead and hit up amazon yeah. so you can get your pills yeah. or why don't you just stop eating so much salt <laughs> addy 
<laughs> and I don't um, know, hit the gym downstairs, you fat shit. There's a, there's a few media pieces, a few movies. There was one movie, I think it was a part of, is the Dune a series? But no, I think it was like a, a Dune short film. Do you know if that's incorrect? The Dune? I don't, I don't know, know I don't what Dune is, it. but I've heard it. I don't it. watch anything ever. Oh, you should watch Apple TV stuff. It's all just predict their predictive freaking media. I can't. You can't watch like, things. <laughs> I just, I honestly can't watch anything. Okay, that's good. There's it's one weird. short film about a guy. <laughs> it was a great film. I think I think it was part of a Dune series. I don't know what Dune is, but it was a short film on YouTube. Was, oh my god! <laughs> that scared the poop out of me, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 when there's when there's little things that fall, I have a a, a humorous yelp of a of a high pitched yelp when I know that there's no danger, but that scared me. Um, this guy goes in a futuristic setting. He goes into a a little pod, and the pod knows everything about your health, and you get a, a quick little health update about yourself in the airport or something. Uh, you go in, the door shuts. It looks like a one of the, <laughs> you know those things in one video game where it's like a sushi roll and with some seaweed on it and you eat it for health. What is that video game? Sushi roll, eat it for health. Maybe something Mario based, but you eat a sushi roll and it gives you health. It's that little like Oniri or something. Um, uh, and it looks Hawks like that. Underground skate. What? Tony Hawk's underground skate. I don't think there's a, a, a genie in Tony Hawk's underground skate. You go into this health pod, the door shuts, uh, you say, what's up, AI person, uh, let me know, my, am I sick? What's going on with me? And then some spray sprays down on the person, and you can, <laughs> and you get your results back. He had a cough, he wanted to know about his cough. The AI says, uh, you low-key have like a terminal illness, do you want to know how long you have to live? And then it says, uh, you have like a week to live. You can either choose yes or no, he chose yes, and then now he knows he has a week to live. What would you do? I wouldn't want to know. I would want to know. Why? Because if it's like a couple months, I'd probably just do some really just weird shit I wouldn't do. Weird shit. Okay. Not like weird, but like probably like go skydiving or something. Well, you could still do that and not know, and just and, and do the same thing you would do with the urgency of knowing you're gonna die. And... Yeah, but like, <laughs> I know it doesn't make sense. But to what to know? I know it doesn't make sense to only go skydiving if I know I'm gonna die. <laughs> so I wouldn't do it otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why Gary V. You know, everybody makes fun. I get that like one Gary clip, where he's like, I dream of my family dying, right? Because he he puts a sense of urgency. <laughs> Dude, I fucking hate that I heard that. Because now I think about that every day. The family dying thing? Yeah. I, I would do it for the sense of urgency, but I don't like having like those having negative thoughts like that. I don't I don't do. I don't either. Like I'm not trying to trade off urgency for death, even though it's very you know. Wouldn't it be funny if somebody not funny, but like a cool joke on a show. Somebody was like, yo, you're going to die in a week. 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh shit, I gotta do my bucket list. So they go skydiving. Mm-hmm. With as the camera jumping. crew and the, and, the, and the hosts. Yeah, as they're jumping off, they hit their head on the top <laughs> of the plane, the door, and they die <laughs> as they're fucking falling down. <laughs> and then, like, the crew doesn't know that the person's dead until they land. Dang, 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 dang. So maybe they're just falling. There's like a stream of blood coming up. And the crew is like, <laughs> no, yeah, they were super excited. Yeah, they were super excited. There's balloons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> person's family is at the bottom yeah, yeah. <laughs> like haven't, seen, haven't fucking, seen him in years <laughs> yeah fucking a corpse just like floats down Holy in shit. fact they have a, a solution to the illness that you have it's a it's revolutionary you you don't have to die anymore what's the point <laughs> they, of having ideas they, that we're they, not gonna uh, execute <laughs> while, while they're up in the air the camera crew is is recording <laughs> is recording the family saying hey when you come down, guess what? We have a cure for his illness. So he's coming down. He lives longer. He lives <laughs> and they're longer. All excited. <laughs> his fucking boyfriend is gonna propose or something. <laughs> but, not not only. Hey, don't tell him. But not only is he gonna get the cure for his terminal illness, his boyfriend's proposing to him. <laughs> Holy shit! And the blood splatters down on, on the boyfriend on the one knee. <laughs> his cousin's back from Iraq. Holy shit! Just so, so much good over. news. Inflation's great, and his business is booming. <laughs> oh fuck! I like it. I like it. It'd have to be it's like a uh, you know Tim and Eric. Is that another podcast? No, that's our arch rivals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's probably like a solid uh, out of the category, the the wonderful category of two twenty year olds talking to each other about basically business or nothing. <laughs> there's a there's probably at least twenty five to forty five percent of those podcast titles that are just uh, the two names of name and name. At least twenty five percent, probably. Yeah, that's fun. Potting all day. It's crazy. You could also. I'm thinking about the the course, affiliate stuff. Put in. Uh, Buy a sales team from. Well, that's country. where the loyalty comes in, right? And that's what I was saying before, where the super super loyal people will be better sellers for your product than like probably the best salespeople. Yeah. And you kind of have to weigh where, not for the, well, you could hire some people, but. um, Just going to expand. Should I just pull an Andrew Tate and I'll say, hey, download my clips. In fact, I'll put them all in a folder for you. Five gigabytes of hundreds of things of me and make a, a Bitcoin page. Yeah, you should. Cool. <laughs> and use my link and you get 50%. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would do yeah. that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, and if that uh, was something NFT wise, you can free an NFT, of course. Um, I'd also look up on some of those decentralized YouTube things you can distribute to as well. Even though that's not the audience avatar, but yeah, raise that price up. Get, 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 give the hundred dollar price point to like you know early adopters, early adopters, right? And those are the dope cats. And then eighty five percent of those people you'll never hear from after like four months. Um, 
but yeah keep those metrics of loyalty and like hardcore cats that both watch this stuff and uh i guess implement the stuff do you give business ideas to how to how to implement your bitcoin knowledge oh yeah big time find people that's, that execute on that it's day 10 um it's called monetizing your knowledge stuff like that that licensing joint is fun but okay yeah like i was saying have those people early adopters and stuff but that mar- the education for marketers it's probably never been tapped into yeah this probably I mean, this probably if it has they been need to learn in, if it has they been need- tapped into that's also a good thing saturation isn't a bad thing but you know um, they didn't teach bitcoin at ucla marketing school that's for sure yeah and and most of these people that are like marketing artists these are like entry-level jobs of like younger people um a lot of it will probably be consulting nft people um i'm trying to think of businesses that need to educate their sales slash marketing team maybe uh, there's just like crypto companies and like blockchain companies that want good salesmen and people um but not crypto based i feel like a handful of companies are like a little bit interested they're sure. like yo i don't get it at all i need to learn like so i need sure. to like at least what's know the, what's, what's the avatar company that does that it, has to be tech. Like a, it, won't, it wouldn't be non-tech well it could be like it could be something like a a 45 year old guy that owns a sandwich shop or something and payments he, it could be just payments they're, yeah, they're he's, curious it's like i keep i keep hearing about bitcoin like can i use it here i don't know let me learn about it well i'm saying on a, on a mass market where like they oh, need, a mass market where they need they have a company and they need to educate like 20 50 people think about think about that ideal company and curate some of your content towards that as well yeah, maybe like an ad agency. For sure. Ad agency. Um, but why would an ad agency be interested? Payments still? Payments. Well, they're doing ads, ads for other cats. Sure, if sure, they're sure. doing ads for other, yeah, you know, who knows where like media is, who knows where media is going. I like that idea. Yeah, ad credit unions. Might, ad agency might be crazy because they're trying to get new clients that are crypto based. I like that. Oh, credit union might work. Why credit union? Because it's like a bank, but it's not like a bank. I don't have to like schedule a meeting with Jamie Dimon to like. <laughs> it's like. It's... Trust me, J.P. Morgan Chase knows all about blockchain already. Yeah, if I just find a, a a credit union where like only old people work and they don't know shit about Bitcoin, I'd be like, yo, you want to just like educate your whole staff? You just go, you ready to give your freaking presentation? Literally, I wear my nice <laughs> little, my, my cute little tie. You know, just jobs like, it up, dude. Why do you think some, as we wrap up, people, some people are just infatuated with jobs? Infatuated Not in a bad with, way, but like really, really, really attracted to what jobs did as a, presenter steve jobs yeah 
Uh, well, remember at the time, like keynotes like that weren't really being done. Sure. And now every everyone does them. Other than that, like he fucking literally like when I went through a lot of friction just to just like make technology better. Because I'm sure everybody was thinking it'd be sick if I had a thousand songs in my pocket, but it's just not possible. Like maybe, maybe in a hundred years. And Steve Jobs was like, nah, if you don't know how to do it, fucking learn because we need to you need to do it now <laughs> because you need a hundred thousand songs yeah. in your pocket baby <laughs> absolutely like like the like we need the internet in our pockets now see that that's probably more so of the ideology than songs but there has to be like something else about him because you can you can still be like have a type a attitude like that and still kind of be a dick and still be a visionary and still work your ass off but still not be Steve Jobs. You know, like what else was it? That's what that's what that's what I was trying to ask. I think some of it is a weird marketing thing. Where he was able maybe maybe it is the um compression of somewhat geeky technology into a very mass market. And that storytelling of being able to funnel that into people. Um, yeah. Because he made a sect of technology much more applicable to a wider audience. Yeah, you're, you're like the conduit of evolution, basically. You like that? Yeah, and he like especially with like movies too. Movies? With like animation, computer oh. animation. He just saw something. He was like, I "Yo, let's make this his Pixar make this stuff bigger. a little bit more." There was there was a really cool article about um, I think the guy who he, he did something with Pixar. He like literally made pixels, I think, <laughs> or something cool like that. There was a, it was a small little article, but the uh, the the urge to have Pixar as as the next after Apple is very interesting. More emotion. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Cause like, remember he was all about like, yo, we're going to fucking move the human race forward with personal computing technology. Mm -hmm. And then that falls through with Apple, but he still kind of does it with next, but he's also like, I also want to make movies now. That's what I find interesting. There's there's a, there's probably like a root of human emotion or something. My friend was telling me, I don't know how true this is, that he could have had a procedure to save his life, but like it was just so awful of a procedure. He was like, nah. But then I but then she said that he like changed his mind last minute, but like it was too late. <laughs> yeah. But well, like what a tale. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's like a horrible procedure where they like what remove a, what, four what a, of your organs. What a good story that is. Maybe, but, maybe he really just was he loved stories. <laughs> and that's I, I do also think that's a very pivotal part. Like that's what I've nurtured some of my identity towards is like that conduit of information to story to mass market. Sometimes I get annoyed with people. I have to work on that. Annoy the people for doing what? Existing? Being no, happy? No, for 
just having I don't enjoy twisting my personality enough right now to reach like billions. As we wrap up, Rick and Blanc. Billions of people? Yeah. Like I would what if you don't have to? Change my personality? Yeah. You're goddamn right I don't. Ricker and Bond, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Love you all.